The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Hello and welcome back one and all to the Melodramatic Teen Universe. Yes, you've done it another week. I'm proud of you. I'm here for you. I'm excited for you. And I'm so happy that you joined me today on what is going to be a truly incredible podcast. And I know I say that every week. And I know every week I say I say that every week. And every week I say that this week is special. But this week is really special, y'all. Like, it's really fantastic because I get to do my favorite thing ever for 45 to 60 minutes, which is shit all over Jenny Humphrey. Uh, This is a Jenny Humphrey themed episode. And that just brings me great joy because I got to spend literally all day texting all my friends, all the many reasons that I despise her. So that's very exciting. We will be talking about Jenny Humphrey as she compares to Buffy Summers' sister, Dawn Summers. We're saying sister as opposed to just ball of energy. We'll get into all of that, I'm sure. But before we go too deep, I want to introduce my incredible guests that are coming with me on this journey, true scholars in the field. Let me begin by introducing the amazing Elaine Lowe. Hello. Hello there. How are you doing? Very good. I'm very excited to do this topic of conversation as well. (laughs) So yeah, you're you're deep in the melodramatic teens, right? I am, uh, both as a fan and now like working in the industry. Yeah. So for those of you at home that don't know, Elaine actually wrote for the reboot of Gossip Girl coming to, is it HBO Max, right? HBO Max. Yeah. HBO Max. I saw some photos of the cast on the steps of the Met. It was very exciting. We're very excited to have this scholar here. (laughs) And then (laughs) let me also introduce the amazing Ellen Harold. Ellen. Hello, Emily. We've got Ellen's, so we've got Elaine's, you. we've got, you know. Emily's. Emily, I mean, it's not EL. I feel, you know, my mom but there's an L in Eleanor. And I'm a oh, little sad cute. at this juncture that I'm not Eleanor. Roosevelt vibes. Well, because my grandmother that. was Eleanor and my mom was Ellen. Like, I feel oh. very safe in this EL. Oh, my collective. God. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, really... I didn't know I have. I didn't know I had the same name as your mom. Or maybe yeah. I did. Maybe, maybe you told me. Maybe I was just like super. She doesn't go by yeah. Ellen. So like she's what is she she goes by Elaine? Yeah, she goes by Elaine. Actually, um, it's her preferred. She goes by Eleanor. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. No, she goes by Frank. No, so all right. As you guys know, we start off each week by asking our guests which melodramatic teen they identify with, or spiritually feel like, or just I imagine how people do like a a daily tarot read like to set their intentions for the day. I do that, but I just pick a random character that is a teen from the 90s or 2000s. So like this morning, maybe I woke up feeling like Joey Potter energy, you know, like that's <sighs> my vibe in that I just like really wanted to row a boat for some reason. So either in general or today, up to interpretation, why don't we start with Ellen since I introduced you second. Perfect, mixing it up. Mix um, it up, I- keep them on their toes. <laughs> I'm going to be a little like annoying and uh, elaborate here about my choice because right. I think that I vibe or resonate the most with Dan Humphrey. Oh, no. However, oh, no. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Not on the show. I don't know if you've ever read In the you? Gossip Girl books. <laughs> I wait, but, but are you I telling us you're books. a killer? Are you a serial killer? <laughs> I'm well that's not you <laughs> it's not it's Dan Humphrey not you Dan Fine. Humphrey Penn yeah yeah Joe it's a different one. whatever but yeah what ex- yeah who again exactly. is just so, the evolutionary like he's like the leveled up Pokemon of Dan, of Dan Humphrey yeah 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 <laughs> I'm so like glad next... we, we agree yeah yeah, yeah for but sure his so Dan Humphrey's character in the books which I read like under the covers of my twin size bed in sixth grade because right. they were and whenever my mom came in, I kind of like flinched because there was like, you know, Nate was smoking weed and Blair was like bulimic and Serena was fucking Nate and everybody, like everybody was doing bad stuff that I shouldn't have known about, but it was like a book. So it's like, I'm scholarly, whatever. Um, but Dan- I'm scholarly. Book, I'm scholarly. This is, this is SAT prep, bitch. Get out of my room. In sixth grade. Um, yeah, exactly. I never, I didn't call her a bitch until I was in eighth grade. Anyway, um, <laughs> Dan Humphrey in the books is super sad and skinny and he drinks instant coffee and the author describes it 
as he puts the faucet, he doesn't make hot water. He puts that Elaine is nodding right now because she knows, I'm sure you've done your research. He just puts the faucet, the sink to tap on hot when the grounds are in the bottom and he like stirs them in. He doesn't even boil the water. He stirs that shit in. Then he chain smokes cigs on his like fire escape and writes this really shitty poetry about I was about to say poetry Serena. this is a poetry yes. writer this yes. is this not is a poetry writer like New Yorker like semi-fiction about the Chuck Bass dynasty like this is no, this is some this haikus is like, like this and is the, right and in the show he lives on the Upper West Side or sorry in the book he lives on the Upper West Side instead of on the show he they live in Brooklyn because I guess that's the new Upper West Side I have no idea but, I mean um, it's they live in either Dumbo or Williamsburg depending on the season which are two they're of the lost neighborhoods in New York City but okay we can get to this later but <laughs> da- like the Humphreys loft is low-key the sickest apartment of any of the people on the show even yes. though the other people have like these like penthouses anyway my vibe would be Dan Humphrey in the book because he I've just been in like a smoking phase and I don't, I come in and out of them. Mom, I hope you're not listening. You bitch. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Calling our bits again. I always pepper it in somewhere. Uh, But yeah, that is my vibe. Okay. All right, cool. So you're Dan Humphrey just because you smoke. It's where we got. That's the the short. Yeah, exactly. A literary Dan Humphrey because you smoke. (laughs) Yes. And I write really bad poetry. And drink really bad coffee. And scholarly. scholarly. Yes, 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 yes. One yes. of my poems is going to get into the New Yorker somehow. I think okay. that happens. Fantastic. Spoiler. Uh, all right, <laughs> Elaine. I mean, I feel like this is a cop-out answer in that, like, who doesn't love Buffy? But Buffy was my end-all be-all, wanted to be her, wanted to slay the monsters, both literally and metaphorically, you know, so, <laughs> as they did on the show. But I have to say, like, as I've grown older and maybe this doesn't count because he's not a teen, but I'm like totally the Giles now. Like, I'm just like, oh, these crazy kids. I have to look out for them. I don't have kids, but like, I feel that (laughs) that tired. Yeah. like Also, Giles doesn't have kids. (laughs) True. Like you you got a TikTok and now you're afraid for the youth. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Actually, TikTok gives me a lot of hope for the youth, but. (laughs) And Emily, (laughs) watch your mouth. are all right. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Well, I will say this was in my notes to bring up later in the Dawn section, but I do just want to call out that I have nailed down what I believe to be the hottest moment in all of Buffy, which is when Giles murders Ben by strangling him. It is truly the hottest thing anyone does on that show. I'm sweating just thinking about it. I know. And I was like, does that bump up Giles? Like, because originally (laughs) I had like, it was like Angel Giles Spike was my order. And I'm like, is Giles like coming up on... I don't know. Things are evolving with me, you know? Uh, It's a journey. It's a journey, (laughs) and we're all here for it. Okay, let's get into it. We're going to be talking about Dawn and Jenny. I figured let's start off by giving a little bit of context on each of these characters for anybody that doesn't watch the show. Uh, So I'll start with Dawn. Guys, feel free to chime in if there's anything you think I'm missing or anything you just, like, have notes on. Long story short, Dawn is Buffy the Vampire Slayer's little sister who is a magical ball of energy known as the key who is introduced for with literally no context at the beginning of season five at the end of an episode about Dracula. It is chaotic. It is a <laughs> lot. All of a sudden we're like, oh, Dracula was here and she has a little sister. Everybody acts like this is normal. It's slowly revealed that some monks magically like created a sister for Buffy and like punctured space, time and reality to like give everyone fake memories that they thought she was real. She over time realized that she's the key. Only mental patients can see that she's the key for some reason. I think they kind of explained it by saying these are all people that were driven insane specifically by glory. But I think it's also just anybody that's like outside of reality quote. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little messy. She melts down and she finds out she's the key. Then her mom dies. And then she really goes crazy and she becomes a klepto and she tries to do a resurrection spell and she's constantly like crying and stealing shit. And like, at one point she like cuts her arm to be like, am I real? And it's like, no, bitch. Like you're a ball of energy and like no one shit about your trauma. Like just shut the fuck up. Reality is a social construct, Dawn. Shut the fuck up. We're all balls of energy. Okay. Then she is sacrificed to open the gates of hell. And Buffy 
kills herself in order to save Dawn, which is really just like Stone Cold bummer because like Buffy was not the one we needed to lose. Like that is just <laughs> not what happened. Yeah. Um, I will also open this point up for discussion, which is that I don't think I've ever fully understood how Buffy killing herself closed the key gates. Do you understand? I can, I can tell you this because I rewatched okay. the episode last night. Great. Just to get in the mood. Yeah. And by a the way, true like, scholar. A true scholar. <laughs> Never side underprepared. Note, side note, I cried just as much as I did when I originally watched it. Oh, of course. Like, of course. <laughs> I watched Buffy all the way through twice since the pandemic hit. <laughs> Just in this year? Like, literally just in this year. <laughs> wow. Okay, I think I've watched it through three times, like, in life. Oh, wow. But, yeah. So, you're, I mean, to truncate two of them into the pandemic, that's pretty amazing. But, so, anyway. I mean, I just got it on loop, you know? I think <laughs> amazing is one term for it. There might be another. Amazing, I don't know. <laughs> incredible, breathtaking, astounding, <laughs> unimpeachable. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, so you watched the episode last night. So their reasoning was that blood is the key, right? Like that blood opens the portal and blood closes the portal and it's Dawn's blood. But earlier, and they flashed back to this at a point where Buffy and Dawn are like, we have the same blood. blood. They have the same blood. But here's what I don't get is Dawn says her reason for wanting to jump off is because if her blood stops flowing, it'll close what's opened Mm. because the blood, her blood needs to be flowing. And I was like, your blood is still flowing. Like both of you would have to die if they have the same blood, right? Or their period cycles would have to sync up and then both yeah, their blood would be yeah. flowing. Like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. For those of you that haven't seen Buffy, this is all period. Like it is exclu- like they are just free bleeding over a portal to hell. And <laughs> yeah. that's and then they have to kill themselves. So it's it's really it's a weird virgin it's, suicides ask moment. <laughs> just life as a woman. Yeah, it's just, you gotta watch it to understand. All right, cool. So that brings her up to season five. And then, like, all of a sudden, the key plot line is ended. And now she's just this annoying little sister who is constantly just like causing problems and whining and complaining because she's not a slayer. And it's so hard. Like, it honestly, it's like I was just reading, I forget who posted it, but I was just reading this, like, DM exchange between a white woman and a black woman where the white woman was like I'm being discriminated against because white women like voted for Trump and I feel like that's Dawn being like it's hard not being this liar like just shut the fuck up Dawn like yeah so yeah that's my great analogy for Dawn and Buffy at one point she summons a vengeance demon who locks everybody in their house like 20 people in their home and then there's That's a big when everyone when find finds out she's not a potential slayer. That yeah. those I feel like are the big. Those are the key moments. Honey, key moments. Those are the key, the key moments. moments. See, this there is a moment I do wish that we had the video because the air quotes I think are really important. We all were just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's not. I mean, anything you want to add, and we'll get into like specific compare and contrast discussions. But is there anything just on Dawn that you think bears mentioning? So I will say that I was, again, with the research, um, just to make sure I remembered everything, but the, <laughs> half the articles are like why Dawn is the most hated character of that time period. Yeah. I, I do feel a little sad for Dawn. I felt bad um, for her. You know, but I, to me, like what I think is interesting is I think they did a great job with her. She was an annoying little sister. Like <laughs> that's what her role was. And and it really, she really did worked. it perfectly. <laughs> she shined. She really did shine. And then she goes on to be Georgina Spark. So it all works out. I know. It's like full circle as heck. I well, love oh, it. the other big full circle, which we will get to when we talk about Jenny, but do you remember the model that Jenny befriends? Oh, yes. Same yes, actress Agnes. that plays Caitlin Cooper in the OC. No. So a oh, lot of that. annoying little sister energy happening. Just a lot of casting. Yeah, yeah. I think I want to do not. like some kind of hookup chart of just actors. Like a Venn diagram. That have like hooked yeah. up with different actors on different shows. Like it's like, well, when she okay. was Caitlin Cooper, she hooked up with Johnny. And when Johnny was on like 
One Tree Hill. One Tree he Hill. Why did like, you know say One like, Tree Hill? Yeah, because One Tree Hill is always on the mind, you know? Uh, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to lie to you. I did watch a 20-minute like music video of Brooke and Lucas moments today because it was recommended to me on YouTube and I didn't want to work. <laughs> so that's what I did. <laughs> and I have this podcast, so it counts as work. Okay, so you feel for Dawn. I think that's reasonable. I mean, she is, she was, I think, very well written as far as being an annoying little sister and it was a cool thing that they did like just adding in this dynamic Elaine when you were watching it for the first time did you like Dawn or are you no. just like reacting to the negative feedback I hated Dawn <laughs> moment and I was like why is Dawn here like what huh you know I think like everyone, who do like, you know here Dawn yeah, yeah how do you get in uh, Lenny is going on <laughs> more yeah, than I enough did. I honestly, like in the retrospect of, of last night of watching, I was like, oh, poor Dawn. But I also was like, eh. Well, you watch the episode now, where she's yeah. like being forced to free bleed on a portal to hell and like wearing for some reason a dress from a Renaissance fair, which is never yes. fully explained. Yes, what the heck was that about? Why did they put her so in a Renaissance about, fair dress? So many things don't make sense about yeah, her like, I, was like, I don't think that she needed to be in crushed velvet. Like, I just don't <laughs> think that that was a requirement to open the gates of hell, but okay. No, but Crushed Velvet always made things more dramatic in the 90s, so. Yeah, that's true, that's you know. true, that's true. And but also in a vampire sense. Yeah, like, like they were always like, wearing Crushed velvet. velvet hot pant of some kind. Like, I just wanted it to be a little bit more, you know, like. Dawn is not that cool to uh, be wearing a Crushed Velvet hot pant. She is. Like, she's not trying to go to Coachella. She's trying to, like, jump in a portal or whatever. Ugh, Which is kind of the same thing also, that people do on Molly at Coachella. I don't know. Yeah, kind of I also, it, it worries me that your idea of what's cool is going to Coachella. Okay, <laughs> I just, the, 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 all right. Sometimes people wear velvet. <laughs> No one wears velvet pants in the in the fucking desert. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> You're right. Um, all right, Ellen, did you have any Dawn thoughts you wanted to sprinkle in before we My, jump into the Jenny recap? Oh, I'm just like obsessed with the hilarity of the fact that she's a klepto. Like, I think that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, what? Like, again, with the, like, nothing really makes sense about, like, what are you doing here? Why are you wearing that fucking dress? Like, well, wait, where did those earrings come from? Like, what, like where did you get like <laughs> Like, the fact that it's just, like, a very ongoing addiction for her to steal stuff, I think is, like, just, like, like I chef's mean, kiss. Yeah, it like, is. I mean, Josh like, was, like, you know, what'll really, like, make this show realistic? Like, some teen stealing. <laughs> like, it oh, was, like, he that. read, like, an article in The New Yorker about eighth graders stealing and was, like, ha-ha, I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna, like, have- this girl. And they were like, we can't give her an eating disorder. It's too upsetting. So she's gonna yeah. <laughs> like, that's just what we're going to do. Yeah. Having an eating disorder and being the Slayer sister, that would actually make me feel bad for you. Yeah, but <laughs> but Blair, Blair, Blair already has that's that it. taken. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, moving on to Jenny. So Jenny is the little sister of Dan Humphrey, a.k.a. Gossip Girl, which is you know, we could that talk was about written in way later. Yeah, we can talk about that for truly eons. But for the purposes of this discussion, we will exclusively be discussing Jenny. She is Dan's little sister. She comes on the scene as sort of like this doe-eyed deer in the headlights. Like, I just want to be cool and popular with Blair. And I'm going to be a minion. Even though I'm from Brooklyn, I'm going to pretend that I'm not or something. And then pretty early on, Chuck's attempted rape, I think in the pilot, is perpetrated against Jenny. Yes. So this podcast brings up Chuck's attempted rape a lot. Uh, I believe on the MTU bingo card, both Chuck Bass is a rapist and shitting on Jenny Humphreys are squares for things I talk about too much. So great. We're covering all our bases. And then she pretends to be Serena at a masked ball. And that's how she gets really interwoven in the plot because Nate says he loves her and he's with Blair. Blair gets really mad, fires her as a minion. Then when Blair gets dethroned, she starts becoming popular and then as a beard for this like boy from Unity named Asher for a bit. And then she gets ousted for lying about having sex with him when everyone finds out he's gay, which like, this was a messy plot line, I would say, but like, okay, we'll take it. Then it really takes off. She becomes an intern for Blair's mother at Eleanor Waldorf Designs because she's like such a cool... 15 year old 
fashion designer, which is fucking insane. Like, I don't know which is more realistic, like a 15 year old fashion designer or a ball of energy that monks turned into a human. Like, I, honestly, like, I don't know which one of them is more real. She ends up getting homeschooled because like she loves fashion. And then she fights with her dad. She threatens to get emancipated, which is like, bitch, go. Like, no, wait, fuck out of here. <laughs> and then she befriends a model who convinces her to take her shirt off for a photo. And she's like dancing in a bra. And Nate finds this very upsetting. And then the model goes crazy and burns all her dresses. And again, these are just like really fucking annoying things. And she just like generally has this like very surly attitude. She like thinks she's better than everyone. And she's just like constantly fucking everyone's shit up. (laughs) Ultimately, Blair chooses her as the next queen. And she spends that whole year trying to break up Nate and Serena because she's in love with Nate and like weirdly obsessed with Serena and like trying to be her. I don't know. And then ultimately she sleeps with Chuck Bass, full circle, back to that attempt to drink. She sleeps with Chuck Bass and Blair banishes her to Hudson, which is, of course, their version of reforming her into a ball of energy. They just <laughs> banish the her portal. to Hudson. And she's Hudson gone. is the portal. Yeah, Hudson is the portal. And then somehow from Hudson, she comes back to like drug Serena with Juliet and Vanessa and like does this whole crazy gaslighting mission to make everybody hate Serena. And it's just like, you're a crazy bitch. Uh, Serena, who, by the way, is her stepsister. <laughs> like, lest we forget. At this point. At yeah. this point, Serena is fully her stepsister. So like weird fan dynamics there. Uh, although I guess she's like sleeping with her stepbrother. So sure. Thanksgiving uh, is a wild, a it's wild, wild ride. All right. Said. Those are my big hits for Jenny. There is a lot more with Jenny. But any thoughts, reactions, feelings, like off the bat, do you hate her more than Dawn? off the bat oh god okay no I think I hate Don more um that is very exciting yeah it it, I mean we're gonna get into it we're gonna analyze point by point all right wait so okay (laughs) I have so many questions okay what are your general feelings on Jenny okay Jenny Jenny um like long pretty hair Jenny was annoying for being Wait, straight hair long hair jenny yeah straight hair yeah straight like, hair like i'm like a good girl 14 year old jenny yeah, yeah, yeah. like wholesome jenny was yeah. i actually didn't like her and she most was people annoying. say yeah most people really hate though like the mean jenny but i'm like yeah. at least she's owning it right like i hate all jenny's <laughs> just to be clear like i think she is fully the worst in every iteration I just want to be transparent on that I think it's not so much that people hate like for lack of a better word I'll say the pretty reckless version of Jenny which like for those of you that don't know Taylor Momsen was in a band called the pretty reckless and I think Mm -hmm. just had like weird amounts of sway with the gossip girl people so like convinced them to make her character like match her weird band like I don't know It it was a weird time and yeah, I think when people say they hated the later one, I think it was because it was such an intense Yeah, it was the change. Yeah, yeah, and it was just kind yeah. of out of nowhere. And it just like, it didn't feel super earned, I would say. So I think people just got very frustrated by like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? And why do they keep giving her plot lines that are just like <laughs> intrusive to Blair and Chuck, which is the only thing any of us care about. <laughs> which is strangely the exact same reason people hated Dawn, because she just appeared out of nowhere. And like Mean Jenny also seemed to just appear out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a good that point. is scholarly. <laughs> <laughs> so you are drawing parallels. Yes. <laughs> she has um, a PhD in MTU. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> so dumb. All right. All right. Yeah, I think that's all. Those are all important points. Are there any Jenny moments? And there are so many. For me, it's when Blair writes whore on her dresses and she's meeting with Tim Gunn. Because you know how Tim Gunn meets with 16-year-olds all the time? Um, (laughs) And then Blair Waldorf somehow like breaks in and writes whores on her design and the models don't notice. Mm -hmm. Whatever. That's a moment for me that's really burned. Like that lives rent-free in my mind. Are there any Jenny moments for you that like... Well, so again, in preparation, I was like, I got to watch a Jenny Gossip Girl. And so I decided to watch it when she loses her virginity to Chuck and the moment that always stuck out to me is when she puts the candle out with her fingers 
because Blair is in the other room. Do you remember this? No. Oh my oh, God. She's oh, in, I fully repressed that. Like she's Shrek? In Chuck's, <laughs> she's in Chuck's bedroom and Blair comes over like from the Empire State Building with the peonies and is like, I do love you. I just got there too late. Like, and they're trying to get back together. And Chuck's like, oh shit. Like I just banged Jimmy. She's in my bedroom right now, but he can't say that. And yeah. you can see through the window yes. like, of his bedroom that she, there's a person in there. And so she puts the candle out, just holding it with her fingers. And I, I remember in that moment being like, why didn't she just blow it out? <laughs> I don't know why I was fixated on that. I honestly I, feel like, like I rage blacked out so much of that episode. Like, cause I really do have weird was amounts of knowledge one. on most things, but I, I remember Blair screaming at Jenny, but I don't really remember how Blair discovers it. Does she walk she, in and see Jenny? No, she doesn't. Jenny like saves the day for Chuck and like disappears. And well, also that is such know. a like, oh, like, yeah. like she looks like a Turricon. Are those like the Uber vamps at the end of Buffy? Like she looks like a Turricon <laughs> when she's like climbing out of Chuck's bed and like him and Blair are having this sweet moment. Like it's just like, oh like you gargoyle person like fucking hate you Again, it's very sad like it's I very feel, sad like I feel bad for her but I'm also like you fucking sucks so. well the worst part is really at the end of the episode is what happens is you know Blair and Chuck think they're like they're back together whatever but then Jenny tells uh, oh, who did she tell? Dan. She told one she tells of, Dan. Dan finds out yeah and yeah and oh I, yeah so and then Dan comes and punches Chuck and Jenny's like crying, but this time Chuck didn't try to rape her. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, it's not fair to play, to play me I'm on guessing Chuck. Dan was like, you know, he had a pretty nuanced view on consent um, because of Chuck's financial <laughs> power. Uh, he read about it in the New Yorker. Uh, so, you know, I think he's just like, there's no consensual sex with Chuck Bass because he's too high of a position of power. That's my beliefs. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving Dan too much credit, which I've never <laughs> been And that's why doing, I resonate I with Dan. <laughs> Great. Perfect. <laughs> that episode is a lot and then Blair banishes her of course to right. Hudson which is fantastic all right so I call that a couple of different categories that I think we can discuss and compare and contrast for each of them and decide where they fall and maybe this will just crystallize because I'm not sure which one I hate more honestly I I think Jenny I think it's Jenny I, I think, think it's Jenny, Jenny like gutturally it's Jenny but I think just based on the way you started the pod being like, we're going to talk about my favorite fucking topic that I texted all my friends about how much I hate <laughs> Jenny. I hope you guys, Jenny Humphreys is a fictional character, but she should fucking, oh my God. That's, I think it's her. I think it's Jenny, but you yeah. also hate Dawn. I really fucking hate Dawn. I just, there's hate to go around. You know what I mean? Like this is hater central. All right. So first category is who has more annoying quote unquote rebellions like rebellious phases so we have dawn and her kleptomania and like wanting to resurrect her dead mom and like weird dark magic shit and just like fucking with shit she doesn't understand in one camp which is annoying as shit and just like gets in everybody's way and just generally is insufferable and then there is jenny's i mean i guess her rebellion is just like wearing leather like I don't even really know what her rebellion is but it's very clear like she like talks back to Blair in a really obnoxious yeah. way I mean I don't know how would you guys define there's a very clear Jenny Humphrey rebellion I guess getting trying to get emancipated and like moving over the mall yeah I was I was gonna say that I was gonna say the rebellion with Jenny for me is mostly about yeah she like stands up to Blair and stuff but the big one is like trying to get emancipated and like dropping out of school and oh yeah she stops like, going to school because she's she just stops her. going to school which is like kind of like badass it's like oh yeah like you're a career woman now but it's like wait I mean, you're I also feel 15 like, like what? Missed a couple of days when she found out she was 15 if I had to guess maybe a couple sick days like a couple mental yeah, health yeah, days yeah. for a couple Dawn. mental health yeah. days for Don. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and technically yeah. she didn't go to school until she was created at the age of 11 so I know. It's like, how did she catch up? Oh my God. You don't give her enough credit. I know. It's so true. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, how do we feel like which, like, and I'm not even talking about like experiencing it as a watcher. I'm saying like, we, for the purposes of these questions, like we are hanging out with these two girls. Like for some reason we are all friends with their older sibling and these little bitches are around and we have Jenny doing her fucking shit. 
and we have Dawn doing her fucking shit, which one are we more like, because I actually think I would probably say Dawn's was kind of more annoying. Maybe. Dawn's was definitely more annoying. Because <laughs> Dawn's was more like a cry for help. Like, please, please pay attention to me, you know? And yeah. but Jenny was more like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. So I almost give her like a little more respect. It's annoying. Yes. Like, I don't yeah. want to necessarily be friends with her. But, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but like Dawn, Dawn, I'd be like, you're that's sad you know yeah Yeah. also I would say Dawn just reads a lot younger even though they're functionally the same age right yeah they put her in like weird limited yeah they put Dawn in like the limited two (laughs) t-shirts and shit and like just I'm like why are you like I don't know she just looks so young especially compared to because she comes on just gossip girl and she's like a full-blown woman well she wore a lot of like khakis which like was a look yeah. at the time. Like I wore jeans khakis and like little loafers. Like you know, it happened. I wore limited but, too. Also, okay, limited so too was great. But earlier, they didn't earlier. have one in New yeah. York City, and so I used to anytime I went anywhere outside of the city, I made my mom take me to a mall so I could go to a limited too. And it truly felt oh, like God. Like I was like, this is You're, the dopest. <laughs> your mom's a saint. I mean, she wouldn't just take me there. Like we had to. You would have to be near one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have um, to. She's not a bitch Jenny. like your mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only I'm allowed to say that, Emily. Okay, Watch sorry. your mouth. <laughs> I would just say to hop back onto the question. I would say I definitely agree with Elaine's reasoning. Like Dawn is more annoying. However, she definitely causes I would, more trouble. Right, and like I would hop onto that to say like. Dawn has a little bit more reason maybe to be annoying and sad because she's like got the abandonment issues and stuff stakes are and a she's bit higher. like not real right like the stakes are a bit higher there's like you know blood and death and like whatever um and whereas J- Jenny like creates that for herself she like has this dope loft in Brooklyn she gets sent to like the best private school on the Upper East Side she has like a talent for designing but then she's like you know what I'm gonna try to get into this clique that I have no business being in. And that is a fucking recipe for disaster. I'm going to try to get with Nate, who is taken by not only one girl, but two different. Like the two queens you know, of this school. That yeah. I want to infiltrate Blair the friend group triangle. Of. Yeah. I'm going to make that shit a square. Like, no, bitch, you have no room in the triangle. <laughs> you did not take geometry. If you think that you have anywhere in this shape. Uh, well, she tried, but she was homeschooled, so. Yeah, yes, exactly. So yeah, right. And then she drops <laughs> out, and then she like her her Rufus is like the sweetest man that yeah. could ever be less annoying like, as shit. Also, and, I really just hate that whole family. Oh, okay. I he's annoying, but again, I'm gonna bring back the books because I'm he's like a good dad. In the show. I'm like one of those annoying people who are like the books are way better. But like no, no, Rufus no. is like I, this I like fat, disgusting. <laughs> I know because I'm dead. wait. He's fat in the books. I don't remember in that. The, in the book, he's like this, like, apparently, like, I, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but he's like this, he always wears this robe, and he's like this beer belly, like, gross man, has nothing involved with Lily Vanderwoodson whatsoever. He's just like this gross dad. I don't oh, know. I would That's prefer how... that so intensely, but they exactly. were like, oh no, Kevin James is busy, let's get this hot guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, they just make him hot. They make him like this hot guitar player and it's like, wait, no, like he's supposed to be like revolting. This is horrible. But anyway, yeah, yeah she like out. defies, she wants to get emancipated from the one parent that she has like left in it, like who it lives with her. Because Rufus, he wants her wants to go nothing. to school. <laughs> the best private school he's like hey i'm like paying for this could you maybe like go <laughs> like jenny you're just i'm like i made you problems. pancakes and she's like fuck your pancakes i'm getting an answer <laughs> yeah there's no maple syrup this is just aunt jemima she's like it's all mad about the brands it's like okay dude whatever. i mean i think you hit on the nail on the head because like i've never really crystallized exactly why i hate jenny and i think it is just that i'm like all of your shit is made up like you yeah. have either invented or you're in your head or created circumstances and again it's hard to say this considering that I just gave the whole backstory where I'm like well in the pilot she like gets almost raped like that it's like a get over excluding, it no, <laughs> excluding the rape narrative because we kind of have to for the canon of the show to make sense yeah. like we can't right, look right. at Chuck as a romantically like we I feel like as a society we have just removed that from canon and I think that's probably for the best and it's 
definitely makes more sense for Jenny's character. So yeah, I mean, I think it's just that she really, she's such a martyr. And it's like, what? Like, you're like a hot, cool, blonde bitch with a dope loft and like a loving family and like, (laughs) shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. And your brother's dating Serena, just like be friends with her for a little. Yeah, as opposed to like trying to drug her. Get with Blair. (laughs) Or yeah, like you have Serena right there. Stop trying to go get, get in Blair's camp. Yeah, that silly, silly girl. Not that Serena's not completely vapid, but I will say when you said the thing about stakes, though, I was like, honestly, I don't know which to me is more terrifying, like blood (laughs) and death, or like Blair, (laughs) like disliking as the thought of Blair disliking me, like scares the shit out of me. Yes, like those feel like really high stakes to me. But Jenny doesn't really seem to care, so fuck her. All right, so who has more annoying rebellion? I'm gonna stick with Dawn, Ellen. I'm just gonna go with Jenny just for the reasoning. All right, Elaine, you're going Don. I'm go- I'm going Don. It's more right. annoying to me. <laughs> you have such a look of hatred on your face right now. Again, I <laughs> wish we had video. I wish we had video. Like all of a sudden, I'm like, should I have put on a bra and makeup and made this a thing? No, not worth it. Uh, okay, but everyone at <laughs> home, no, there's major like hatred eyes coming out of Elaine right now. All right. Next question, who impedes their sister, their sibling more? So who is a bigger pain in their ass to their sibling? I mean, I think this is a layup for Dawn. Oh, Dawn. Dawn is just consistently fucking up everything and Buffy's life. And like, I mean, Buffy literally dies to save Dawn. So like, (laughs) I would say that's pretty clear. But I do think like Jenny definitely gets some annoying swings in there. Like she drugs and gaslights Dan's girlfriend and like spreads a lot of information about him yeah I guess he's gossip girl so that's kind of irrelevant but whatever (laughs) in the one I was re-watching last night uh she takes a picture of Dan and Serena lying in bed together and they just like fell asleep talking but Dan is with Vanessa and Serena is with Nate and so she sent she blasts that out I'm like that is that like, is a bitch if she blasted it out, that means Dan blasted it out. True. Which Technically, one? she sent sense. it to Dan and Dan posted it. But if we're pretending like nobody knows who Gossip Girl is yet, right? So <laughs> yeah. Then it she doesn't even give a shit that like she's the only one who could have taken that picture, right? Like everything else you can kind of be like, someone else must have walked by. This is like in the loft, in Dan's bed, you know? Yeah. Like she... So to me, like she's just showing she doesn't even care if she gets caught for any of these things, you know? Yeah, I would say that that's accurate. I think also, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand with the rebellion, but like the episode you're talking about where she did sleep with Chuck, which again, I would say like was kind of a, it was the end of her rebellious phase, I would say. It was like the piece de resistance. And I guess I want to expand because Dawn has such a big layup being the Slayer sister here. I want to expand Jenny's, give her a wider spread and just like fucking up everybody's lives. She does really fuck up Blair's life she in does. a lot of ways. Like as yeah. the little sister of the clique, like she does a lot of damage. Well, perhaps one could argue that's how she shows her love. It's her love language. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. That must be how, like, I think that's a little bit of how everyone on the show of Gossip Girl shows their affection. It's like, oh, we have this platform where we talk shit about you and blast all your secrets. Love you. Like, <laughs> XOXO. Like, that's their whole vibe. That's the whole vibe of the show, which we love. Yeah. We live I for. think it was revealed at the end that the only person that had never sent in a tip to Gossip Girl was Nate. Because he's too stoned. He's, the so whole, he's just he's an idiot. Again, he's too stoned in the books. He's not that stoned in the show. Yeah, yeah but I feel like... In the show. Yeah, he doesn't... You don't see him smoke in the show, but I, every time I look No, they up, smoke... Like, ah. Him and Chuck smoke a oh, joint in the pilot. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I read the books, too, um, before I started working on the reboot, because I was like, maybe maybe there's something to go back to. or Because I never read the books originally. I just watched the show. And I was like, Ew, everyone in the book is way grosser than they are on the show. <laughs> exactly. That's why I, I, that I, I eat that shit up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth yeah. Bennett from Pride and Prejudice did not look like Kira Knightley, y'all. That's, mm-hmm. Things evolve when they go to the screen. All right, yeah. So I'm going to say, even with Jenny, <sighs> Jenny fucking up Blair and Chuck might be worse than killing someone. 
<laughs> I don't know. Being responsible for your sister's death versus breaking up Blair and Chuck. Like, I don't know. Like, is that, could you make an argument that that's killing their future child, but they do survive it and have oh, a really cute yeah. little boy in a bow tie. Yeah, all of a sudden I'm pro-life for Blair and Chuck's hypothetical. I know, I was just going to say, Emily, hang on. You're you're approaching, like, dangerous territory. territory Yeah, if you break up a couple, that is um, murder. So, murder of their future spawn. Yeah, I mean, I think I do have to give it to Dawn, unfortunately, still, even with that. Way higher stakes, way... Oh, stakes! Another pun! Ha ha! Steaks. Oh, steaks. oh my gosh. Steaks. Yeah, I'm all over killing it. Va- killing vamps. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question. Who would you rather banish to Hudson? Like, who would you rather, like, say to them what Blair said to Jenny? Like, just, like, really lay into? I would say Jenny. I don't think it would be satisfying to yell at Dawn. Yeah. I, I agree there. It would be much more fun to yell at Jenny and... Be like, take your smudgy eye makeup out of here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not as fun to be like, take your limited two khakis out the door of this suburban <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And also then Buffy would beat the shit out of you. I mean, there are a couple of moments when I want to yell at Dawn. Really just when the whole episode where she finds out she's the key. But again, it tracks. Like she's a 14-year-old girl. Like they're annoying. And like, I probably would have also been very annoying had I found out I was the key. Why did the monks have to make her annoying? Biggest question. Like, why couldn't they just make her like kind of dope and like self-sufficient? Like, it feels like it wouldn't be that hard. So I went to the Buffy musical sing-along once and like um, they do it like like Rocky Horror Picture Show where like people have props, like they're singing along and oh my god, this is is this in LA? Uh I went to it. I think I was in Boston I don't even oh know God. I don't remember for sure oh no maybe I was in LA but they do it it, it like it it's in to multiple places yeah, yeah so yeah. I went to that though and I mean people are intense and the thing they do for Dawn is anytime Dawn comes on the screen they yell shut up Dawn like <laughs> every time and it's so so your question made me think of that like it I actually was like this is so sad for the for Dawn yeah. she's like Toby from The Office or something. But I will say (laughs) when you say Buffy musical episode, like two things come to mind. And one of them truly is Michelle Trachtenberg's extremely high-pitched voice being like, cause you see my sister's the slayer. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) what? Like, done it. Like, what are you doing? I don't know, but I don't know. Cause my sister's the slayer. And it's just like, and Sweet's like, oh, fuck. And then Xander evidently called him. And every time I, when I listen to the musical, like I just fast forward as soon as she starts to go, does anybody even notice? <laughs> fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> you cannot get through it fast enough. Like it's just. It's literally like a five second song and I can't listen to it. I have yeah, to I will say the part. bop from that is definitely walk through the fire, right? Like we're all that or the yeah. Anya Zander moment, but that's really just better choreography. Yes, and also Anya's wearing feather shoes which I'm really into (laughs) um yeah I was for a while with a friend of mine debating throwing like a stage version of the Buffy musical and I was gonna play Anya and I was very excited about it but alas R.I.P. in peace and also like (laughs) so when the fuck would that happen um all right so Jenny we're giving who you want to tell off more yes everybody across the board Jenny yeah I would I would save my Jenny and Dawn tell-offs and just pass it over to Vanessa. Ugh, just go. <laughs> just go to Hudson. Am I allowed to do that? Because yeah, I'm doing fuck it. it. Her outfits suck. Her hair. Everybody in Gossip Girl looks like they their hair needs, they need fucking two Advil and a hairbrush and just could go to town. Why is no one's hair brushed in that show? <laughs> Hopefully the reboot you get, you get some like a hair, a better hairstyling team. But anyway. Okay, so um, I recently, was it Leighton Meester or was it Rachel Bilson? I think it was Leighton Meester that originally read for Serena and she was blonde and she literally like, dyed her hair in a sink before the callback because she was like actually I really think I should be Blair uh, oh my gosh like, I think I it was her it may have been Rachel Bilson yeah I'm pretty sure it was Leighton Easter so like dope yeah yeah because they were like Serena has to be blonde and I don't think those restrictions were that strong for Marissa and Summer <laughs> all right who's 
uglier when they cry. These questions get progressively pettier. Um, I, I would it. say Dawn is a more annoying crier. I agree. But I would say Jenny's eye makeup. Oh, it does add play. an element. It comes into play. She's looking a little Phantom of the Opera. What's going on? Like, you know, face paint, kiss. Yeah. She kind of looks like kiss, you know? She's got that black yeah. like, all going down. I yeah. feel like Dawn crying, it's just a lot more, it's like blubbery and like it's very. And she does, she grabs like it's whole herself, body, she hugs she herself. Yeah, like oh. she like needs like a thunder jacket, like those anxiety <laughs> reducers yeah. for dogs. Like it's just like, like Wait, just I, I honestly don't even remember Dawn crying. I remember her whining. You a probably lot, fast forward it. <laughs> you it. she's like fast forward fast forward fast forward it's like Singing, I'm crying talking no no dawn shut up dawn yeah. yeah like just shut up dawn but also we feel so bad for her but also yeah. shut the fuck up it's a it's a mixed reaction dawn does cry a lot but she, when she does she's like convulsing and i mean just think about when her mom dies which like cool mm. you can cry when your mom dies that's fine I mean, you're not going to give her a cry when her mom dies. No, no, no. I'm not saying she shouldn't cry. I'm just saying she should do it better. <laughs> you know I, what I, mean? like, I just think she should look prettier when she does it. <laughs> I really don't know who Emily hates more at this point. She's telling us Jenny. <laughs> she's telling us Jenny, but the shit she's saying about Dawn is, is so much I darker. I am conflicted. I am. This is like my therapy. Like I'm working through my feelings here. You're working um, through so the like, I don't know. Dawn's like mother. there's not an end goal in sight. Um, yeah, I would say John is a more annoying crier, but I see the mm. argument about Jenny and the eye makeup. Yeah, so been, I'm open I've to been other Jenny because I only remember her crying and I don't remember Don. I don't really so. remember Jenny crying, but I guess she oh. cries in the episode that you watched last night. So. Yeah, and it is like the crazy, like scary makeup running down. I think Elaine, I wore a lot did of you... eyeliner in high school, so that doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. Did you, Elaine, watch the one where she gets her clothes burned by the model? Or you, you which one did you watch? Sorry, I, I watched the I watched Losing Virginity to Chuck one. Oh, 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 yes, yes. That's definitely cry worthy. Oh, yeah, she definitely cries. And she definitely, she whines when the model burns her clothes. She's like, that is my whole future. That is, and it's like, or you're like $100,000 a year private school is your future. Like, I don't ex- know. Exactly. God, go God. to Brown and stop whining. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Become like an animal rights Let's, activist with Summer Roberts. Yeah. Okay. Who was dealt a harder hand? And I was Dawn. texting a friend about this earlier, and he legitimately said to me, he was like, which is worse, being a ball of energy or being from Brooklyn? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Who do we think just had like harder circumstances? So this is actually whoever wins this, it's actually like a it's a plus for them. I think yeah. I said this earlier, but Dawn, like Jenny creates her problems. Dawn, like, I mean, uh, Dawn creates her own problems too, but it's like, okay, she's like not even a real person and her mom dies in yeah. that same, it's like, yeah, that's. And, you know, in say, terms of yeah. sibling rivalry, like her sister's the slayer, like, how do you beat that? You can't. Whereas Jenny's like, I'm going to be sister better is than gossip girl. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> true. Like Dan, they are both the little sisters of the namesakes of the show. Think about that. Yeah, that's true. Technically. <laughs> yeah, I think Don, I think we can, I think it's a layup for Don here as well. But again, really just Fast like break. we're talking the stakes are stakes. Again, stakes. Such good stakes. Fun. The such stakes good vampire slang fun. Yeah, I just think like we gotta give that to Don. All right, my final question. Who would you rather parent? to like these are the daughters you birth emily excellent question because i have no idea how that was actually that was uh submitted to the account by sir spencer mestel so i have to get by gossip girl yeah (laughs) well actually spencer was on the podcast and also identified as dan humphrey so in a way (gasps) in a way i asked this question (laughs) in a way you are the host now so congratulations Okay, oh, yeah. God. So who would you rather legitimately have as your child? Oh, Elaine, you can go. Oh, since um, since you hate the kids that you don't have, let's start to create <laughs> let's create which kid you would have that you don't have that you hate already. <laughs> I guess Dawn. You'd rather only, have Dawn? 
Well, if I'm her mother, then I die. So it's fine. I was just <laughs> Yes, Elaine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You're mm -hmm. thinking outside the box. Yeah. I really I mean, like it. I will say, like, John, John definitely treats her parents better, or her mother, at least. We don't really see her interact mm -hmm. with her dad, I don't think. But supposedly she cried for a week after he moved out, but she didn't because those memories were. Because that was a fake but, memory. Yeah. Fake yeah. memory. Uh, <laughs> don't sing it like uh, her, though. Oh my god. So uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Everybody mute me. Um <laughs> oh my god, I'm absolutely gonna watch the musical episode as soon as we finish. Um yeah. it's like let's wrap it up so we can yeah, get to just that. like I mean I would say John probably treats her parents better, but in like a really annoying way. I feel like John would be a better kid to have probably but I'd rather have Jenny as like a parent to an adult like I could actually like handle having dinner with her in her 30s where yes. I feel like John I would be like get out of my house and just like <laughs> like get out of my uterus then get out of my house like I just can't spend time with it like you're just so right. fucking annoying but she is probably a safer bet for like a child because she doesn't have like behavioral issues and like attitude problems right. in the same way except she kind of does except she kind of does but she just says it with this voice so it's like you she's don't really, like, yeah she's you like know. i stole a lot <laughs> okay but best her part about are her like more low-key you know like she low-key oh i did the pun oh, too okay um so <laughs> also oh. i love how her issues are more low-key she's just a ball of energy <laughs> created by yeah. monks like it's like yeah. bitch like I mean, putting that aside, right? That like, <laughs> like, yes, she's a tough like, yes, girl, but she doesn't yeah, we want know anyone that. to know, you know, like, right. So whereas Jenny is like, I want everyone to know Every, all the yeah. things I'm doing and how hard they are. And I'm going to fight you for them. Yeah. Like, that just sounds tiring as a parent. Yeah, that does sound tiring as a parent. I will say that Joyce definitely loved Dawn more than Rufus loved Jenny. Oh, okay. Ooh. I would argue controversial definitely more than allison loved jenny because exactly like that's the fact that allison even allison is her mother the fact that allison even took her in in hudson was a surprise to me <laughs> like that's yeah. like you that's... fully ran out on your family i do feel like jenny is somebody that would be really horrible to their mother but could probably do okay with a dad with like a paternal figure right whereas i feel like Dawn... but she didn't at all yeah so yeah. she flunked that test. If that too. was her doing okay with a like a, a paternal figure, it'd be even <laughs> worse to be the mom. I almost want. Yeah. I'm upset with out. Like okay, I'm I'm upset with Allison as a mother for walking out on her family, but I'm more upset with her for not staying in the family so that I could see Jenny interact with a mom character in the show because that would just be like really just mind blowing, just chaotic, like just the. Well, also there are these, when Allison like comes and she's maybe gonna get back together with Rufus like Jenny just has these weird moments where they're like oh she's like really sweet and kind like when she like helps Dan have an affair with the teacher and it's like a weird confidant in that moment and like yeah. she's really excited about her mommy coming home from Hudson it's like who the fuck are you like it's just like she's really all over the place all, as far as like place. what all, she's yeah. gonna do also, just to be clear, when you were like, you know, I'm mad at Allison for leaving her family and abandoning her family, but I swear to God, I thought you were going to say, but I'm more mad at her family for making her leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. No, I'm not talking about my family right now. This is, this is, this is the Humphreys. We, we don't have to get into my stuff. I have therapy tomorrow. It'll be Humphreys, fine. not Harold's. That's yeah, the hashtag. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hashtag Humphreys. Um, I would say, to answer your question about who would you rather parent, I would say Jenny because of the fact that I would be the mom and I guess I would just be out of the picture for, for most of it. Um, but would then you I, rather I guess live in Hudson or die? That's, exactly, really yeah. the question. <laughs> That's really it. Also, like, if you're going to go start your own life and leave your family and your kids and your husband, wouldn't the move be to go to New York instead of go to like Hudson or go to LA or something? Like, why did she pick such a remote weird location to like start this new like life the, the mom don't. is what I'm talking about no I feel like there's an explanation given I feel like they like had a country house there maybe 
And she just stayed oh, okay. there. And then she was like, oh, I'm the country house. You're the loft. I mean, Wait. Hudson's like very in vogue right now also. Um, oh, is it? Okay. Well, I'm that. trying to convince my sister to move from San Francisco back to New York and she might listen to this. So we have to talk about how Hudson's really cool because that's where I've decided she's going to live. <laughs> so. Perfect. We'll edit it in right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right. So you would rather parent Jenny, Elaine? I'm, I'm going Dawn. Okay. Dawn, yeah. Annoying, but I could, I could deal with her easy, more easily. God, I have to be the tiebreaker. And this will really crystallize my feelings. Mm, I think I'd rather parent Dawn. I knew it. You hate Jenny I hate much. Jenny and more. We, guys, we, thank you for coming with me on this journey. I hate so, Jenny more. I so feel if so you didn't clear. Know, at the beginning of the podcast, you now know at the end of the podcast that Emily has always hated Jenny with a burning passion, <laughs> almost as burning as the ball of energy that is Dawn. <laughs> Yes, precisely. So, all right. Any other things you want to get in there about the universe or Jenny or Dawn or anything? Actually, I have a question. Are you guys younger or older siblings? Because I'm an older sibling. Oh, interesting. I'm younger. I'm a middle. Oh my God. Look at us. Look oh at our variety. Are we bitches. a family? <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Let's have Thanksgiving together. Oh my God, guys. The Zoom screen just became the Brady Bunch screen. Like we are a family. This is amazing. I don't know if being a younger sibling made me more or less critical of either of them. I think Dawn does more traditional little sister shit and Jenny's just an annoying character. Yes, I would agree. I was wondering because my theory was that as an older sister, like, yes, they're annoying, both of them. But I was like, eh now if my sister listens but she was really annoying like it's it's like (laughs) little sisters are annoying so I'm kind of like used to it and I wondered if you can handle sisters might hate Jenny and Dawn more because they're like I'm I'm not like that like it's like defensive I feel very defensive about I would say that really hits the nail on the head like I remember watching Buffy with my older sister and just the narrative on the screen and me just being like this is some bullshit like I just remember being like Isabel my sister is gonna go down and fucking journal about how she's Buffy and I'm Dawn because I have all these feelings because I'm a fucking lunar Pisces and it's bullshit because I'm not (laughs) this bitch like I yeah so yeah I think there's definitely an element of that I would say that's probably where most of my Dawn hatred comes from Jenny I hate her so many reasons see that's really what it is it's <laughs> my hate she for is jenny. As a person yeah my hate for jenny is really all-encompassing whereas with dawn it's it's a little bit more specific you know? mm. it's got a bit more of a focus all right any other thoughts questions quandaries just happy to have had this release well honestly. okay but now we need the final so we have decided i hate jenny more is everybody sticking elaine you hate dawn more Ugh. have your feelings evolved at all that's a great question. Um, Ellen, you answer first. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, so much pressure. So Emily hates Jenny. I I really want to say I hate Jenny more just because of the sheer fact that, like, she kind of has everything and just, like, fucks it all up by trying to be, a, like, a little shit. So, all right. I'll go Jenny, too. I can't ah. disagree with Emily when it comes to her hate, hatred to... <laughs> to Jenny because it's a it's an issue that's very near and dear to her heart and I do <laughs> I not want to do that on I her own forgi- I will forgive you I think it's good to have a variety of opinions this is like yeah. the most like this is the big the closest I'll come to having a debate with a Republican this is like when people are like just listen to their ideas like I mean like okay like I'll listen to like a Dawn hater over Jenny hater but I'm not <laughs> somebody that like doesn't believe in gay marriage like no yeah. so if you want to say Dawn that is okay I think I'm still Dawn is more annoying to me Agreed. which is how I was like treating the question originally but I think it is more fun to hate Jenny yes like yeah. it's like a roller coaster ride talked about like it's like oh yeah fuck jenny <laughs> <laughs> we're in it for the lulz <laughs> it yeah. is real fun to hate jenny <laughs> i will say though as an argument i hate jenny and again i'm really thinking of this question as like as if these are real people i'm not talking about like the character development or how they were written i will say that i don't fast forward through jenny scenes and i definitely do with dawn so 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. Dawn, yeah, Dawn's <laughs> more insufferable, and Jenny is like very entertaining to hate, as we said. Yeah, like yeah. it's just shut the fuck yeah. up, Jenny. You know, if they, as real people, it feels like hating Jenny is like punching up a little, and hating Dawn is punching down, right? Yes, yes, I think that's but, very all accurate. Right. Bringing violence into it, I love it. <laughs> really. <laughs> making it real <laughs> perfect all right well let's get into plugs socias all that good stuff ellen start us off where can we find you online are you plugging anything yeah i uh so i'm i'm met emily in new york but i just moved to la very exciting so you can kind of catch me around oh elaine you're you're there as well nice awesome so yeah i'll just be around doing stand-up at whatever outdoor shows, whatever's left of the scene uh, <laughs> during these COVID times. Uh, my Instagram is at Ellen Harold, and Harold has three R's. And you can find me on Twitter at hors d'oeuvres. It's the French word hors d'oeuvres, but with a W in front, because I'm a whore, whore, just like Jenny's dresses, <laughs> just like Tom Gunn knows. Tom Gunn knows I'm a hors d'oeuvre, baby. <laughs> have me first. Have me while great. I'm great, 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 great. <laughs> um all right elaine so you can find me on all socials at that elaine low because there were just too many of them i'm that elaine low and uh um, everyone watch watch the new gossip girl coming out on hbo max and also when does it drop that's a great question they they just started filming um because of the pandemic everything was changed uh so Right. Yeah, but so they're filming now. So I'm assuming that it's going to drop sometime in 2021. And also, same goes for Dynasty season four, which I'm writing on right now. And, <gasps> Congrats. Uh, thank you. So that will be coming out soon as well. We're currently filming episode three or four right now. So it's, oh it's God, happening. Amazing. amazing. Well, thank you both so much for being on the show. This has been Melodramatic Teen Universe. I'm Emily Duke. You can find me at Emily Duke. Ha ha, and you can follow the podcast at MTU Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye.